Hey everybody, welcome to Questions on Tap, where we drink whiskey and talk about, well, just about anything. I'm Mark. And hey, I'm John. And today, on Questions on Tap, we are going to be talking about the ship of Theseus. And also, I'd like to talk about this exquisite bourbon I'm currently drinking. Ooh, okay, yeah. What's your drink of choice tonight, John? So, today, for the ship of Theseus, I thought I'd go with a nice redemption, um... Bourbon, you can find it at Total Wine and then really any major liquor store. So it's pretty okay. Okay, I do have to um, admit Total Wine's kind of my go-to as well. Um, I'm currently, before the Ship of Theseus theme, I'm drinking Jefferson's Ocean Aged at Sea ooh. Rye Whiskey. So it's actually aged on a boat. It's like this whole thing. I don't know if it actually helps, but it's a good selling point. It got me. I was say that marketing is coming in clutch. I mean, it is. I think- it's working. Truth be told, I think the art of making a good whiskey is like 60% actually making the whiskey and 40% making it look cool. And, I and this one it, this one came with a little tag describing the boat that it was nice. aged at, so I'm like, it got me. Yeah. And I thought it was on theme with this, this week's question. That's like second to that scotch we drank that came in its own little like blue container to match oh, the little blue bay. Just unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. So for you listeners out there, if you need a good scotch, Oban Little Bay Scotch fantastic i agree um, no that stuff was good uh drink responsibly it's great <laughs> um anyway so yeah today in questions on tap we are going to be discussing the ship of theseus so for those of you who don't know here is the question theseus has a ship it is known as theseus's ship but as he goes through his journeys he has to replace different parts of it and by the end of it every single plank wood and material has been replaced by something new is this ship Still, the ship of Theseus. Yeah, excellently said there. I just don't like how Theseus's ship is so hard to say. So yeah, I'm going to really struggle with that one. Um, yeah. But I, I like this question. I like this thought experiment because um, I think it can just get into a lot of different concepts. Um, so yeah, the whole idea that you're going on this journey, I often just think of it as something as simple as a canoe, just to easily replace all of the parts as you're going. And then... When you're done, it's just full new parts. It's just an interesting kind of concept. So, John, what are your kind of like first thoughts with it? So, I'm going to be bold and say, yes, of course, it's still the ship of Theseus. Okay. Because the identity of the ship of Theseus goes beyond the parts that comprise it. Okay, so we're we're jumping right into the identity. Yes. Okay, okay. So, how about you, before I elaborate? I think think? this is where one of those questions I'm immediately going to say no idea because i think depending on the day i could probably see it either way but right now i might be in an argumentative mood so oh, i'm gonna go with of course you of are. course i might say that i don't think it is okay so here's I'll, i guess i'll give my argument yeah and, go with like yeah and talk about your definition of identity with the ship i'm curious on that i think identity might have been a slightly poor choice i mean i think it's an accurate choice i think everything has some kind of identity or personhood attached to it. So, like, I am John, and John exists. You know, I am my body, clearly. I am a physical reality. But, you know, if we mm-hmm. lived in a world where... You know, we do live in a world where I can get prosthetics and stuff like that. You know, yeah, if yeah. I were to, like, lose a limb or something like that, that wouldn't make me less of myself. I am still John. And so when it comes to the ship of Theseus... I think we can apply a similar level of thinking. Obviously, the ship is not a living being. But mm-hmm. in the same way that different items have serial numbers and stuff like that, even if you like 
fix a machine or fix a computer or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And you repair it and you replace every part. It's still your computer or it's still your box or it's still your oven or something like that. And so really what we're doing with all these different like whether it's cat like cats, dogs, items is that everything has a personhood to it and an identity. And so and that goes beyond the physical reality as well. And so the ship of Theseus will remain the ship of Theseus because its personhood is tied to Theseus. And whether or not that ship is uses wooden planks is almost irrelevant. So it okay. has personhood. What what's interesting about that to me is that personhood of the ship was given to the ship by Theseus. Yes. Right? Or by the, you could say that by the people who made the ship and sold it to Theseus and it became Yeah, but that, that, yeah, that, that kind of relationship, yeah. Yeah, it was given a, like, identity. Whereas yes. I feel like when you're talking about, like, people or something, it's like, we have that all, like, that's kind of more of an, an ingrained it's, thing. Because it's I feel like to us. Yes. Yeah, I feel like a lot with inanimate objects, like a boat or a ship is, is that they don't, like, that identity is given to them yeah. and taking away... For an inanimate object, what makes up that object is simply the materials, the other objects that make up that object. So if you remove them, to me, that's removing that identity or selfhoodness. So you think that, uh, you know, you replace every part, that that means that you're stripping away pieces of what makes that object have that identity, in a sense. Yes, I, I, I think so. And it's weird, because... I can I can be saying that and be relatively confident in how I'm thinking about it, but then you can go to the argument of, oh, well, what if he has if he takes away half of the ship, like is it half the it? ship? Of is it yes? And you can immediately go to that, and that's where I yeah. think it's a little tricky. In I think honestly, where my argument and my kind of definition can fall apart a little bit, um, but also, yeah, it's just the identity of the ship was given by someone else. And, yeah, it could it just be up to Theseus? <laughs> but the thing is, is that things have history, right? I mean, we have archaeologists that study writings, that yes. study objects and buildings that, you know, we can find remnants of and things like that, fossils for animals and stuff like that. Everything has some kind of tie and place in history, right? Okay. Everything I mean... has, yeah, I mean, a building that was, you know, the... Uh, the Sears Tower, it's not called the Sears Tower anymore, but it's still but the it, Sears it's, Tower. But it still should be. Um, the Sears Tower will always be tied to Chicago, in a sense. And so, thousands of years later, if that tower doesn't exist for some reason, and they find remnants of it, it will be known as the Sears Tower. The same tower that it was. Whether, no matter the amount of repairs, or the piping replacements, or replacing panels, or anything like that that's almost irrelevant because yeah. it's not just tied to the physical objects it's tied to where it's at its location its context and we are all placed in time and in history and in a context and that all defines us in a sense and so the ship of thesis i would mm -hmm. even go as far as to say let's say he replaces all of the boards and resells it and buys another ship then it begs the question is which ship is the ship of Theseus? 
Yeah, the, the one I love with this is what if along the way as he's going on his journey, every time he takes off a board to, you know, replace it and fix his current ship of Theseus, he leaves that board he took off aside, and by the end of the journey, rebuilds the original ship of Theseus from its original parts. And then there's two boats, one with all the new parts, and then one with all the old parts of the ship of Theseus. And then it's the question of which is the proper or correct ship of Theseus. See, I think this is, it's funny that I brought up archaeologists, because I think they disagree <laughs> with me on the point I'm about to make. Um, I think, I, again, I'm not an archaeologist, so correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I they would I say could. that they... Um, that they would say that the the ship that was built from the old parts is really the ship of Theseus in a sense because yeah. it is the first that set of materials right. that makes sense to me and from from a historical preservation perspective I think that is a good way of doing it okay yeah um, but from a philosophical perspective and from like a realistic perspective what was the ship that won on the journey what was the ship that Theseus sailed on was it the ship he built later from well, the old parts. Did. They, the new ship contained parts that were part of the ship that made the journey. But the new ship hasn't gone on any journey. Meaning, when I Wait. say the new ship, I mean the second ship that is comprised of the old parts. So we'll say ship okay. A. <laughs> I, ship, yeah, okay. Ship A is the boat that Theseus leaves on. Okay. And that is the boat that he's taking the parts and replacing. That yes. is the ship yes. that he gets from point one to point two. Yeah. Ship B is the new ship comprised of the old parts. Okay, okay. No matter what you said, no matter, like, I guess that sounds a bit too um, all-encompassing. Um, oh, yeah. I, I would say, for the most part, no matter what you say, ship A is the one that completed the journey, because that's the one that he sailed on. Okay, he did not, so... He did not sail the seas on ship B. Ship B is not the ship of Theseus. Ship A is the ship of so, Theseus. So, okay, but ship A ended the journey... But ship B started that journey. All those parts from ship B have the markings of it taking off from the dock. It might have scraped the side, marked a piece of wood. That marking and that history of the journey shows on ship B, the one that was rebuilt and didn't end the journey. Oh, of course. I mean, in the same way that... I guess, what's a good analogy? That's a, that's a good point. In the same way that, let's say I have a sweatshirt, and I okay. wear it for years and years, and it loses, you know, thread, and it gets holes, and I patch it, and I do different things. And let's say all the thread that fell out can be recycled and made into a new sweatshirt. Is that new sweatshirt the old sweatshirt? No. Because... I never wore that sweatshirt. It is recycled materials. In well, the same be, way like that the definition like a, of recycled, I feel like. But that's what it is. This is recycling. If I, I mean, take a soda I, so, can and it's recycled and it's used to build a water bottle or a laptop or yeah. a TV or something. I don't know what people use recycled metal for, but whatever <laughs> people use or cars or that metal goes somewhere. Yes, but that's for a different use than its original use. Why is that important? Well, Given if we're talking about your the argument, you're of, talking if we're talking about the selfhood of a ship, right? In that I'm I'm Theseus, right? And I say that this is the ship of Theseus. This is the ship that I built. And yeah, okay, so like I'm taking it apart. And let's say I save a few planks, not the whole thing, and I build myself a chair 
out of those pieces of wood. That chair doesn't have the same selfhood of the ship of Theseus. So I don't think you can you I don't think you can talk about it in the same way because I think you're in that case in recycling the selfhood I would believe would change. Okay, a couple things. One, now you're talking about selfhood. Whereas No, I'm, well, I'm trying to go off of what you were talking about. Yeah. Okay, Use, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I don't so, I don't necessarily think the ship has a selfhood. Okay. I was but, simply trying to go off saying, with your if argument. there's a selfhood. Yes. So I guess what what it says is that if I okay I have a diet coke can, um, okay, and I drink it and I recycle it, um, and then that, let's say the Coca Cola company recycles that can or somehow gets the same metal back and makes a new can and fills it up with diet coke. Yeah, that is not my diet coke can. That is not the can. That is now a new recycled can that is well, okay. made from my diet coke can. But it's no longer my can. Okay, I will say a few things about that. If I'm getting super technical about the recycling process, you can't melt down the plastic and form it to the same amount because you'll lose some okay. energy in there. Yes, yes. So, thank you very but much. In my, but no, but I'm just I think that's an important distinction because that can is then changing. If they simply grabbed your recyc grabbed your recycled diet coke can out of the garbage and refilled it with coke, I would still say that's your diet coke can okay or a bottle may, i don't know which or one you let me give a guess it, let, let me give a different thing let's say that you have a piece of i don't know a tv or something that you trade in yes. and they refurbish it and they do different things with it and they replace the screen and the body and all these different things mm -hmm. um that in a sense when that person buy in that in that instance when you buy a new tv they're not the same TV because it's a new TV. But it's not the same thing as you bring that TV in for repair. If that makes sense. And you use all the old parts to build something new. The parts are not what give its identity. It's the use. It's who's using it. It's the journey. It's who's it connected to. Who's it tied to. See, I think what's interesting about the argument that you're making is the whole journey aspect of it. Mm-hmm is that it's all about the journey where, yeah, so I, I, the first time I bought this TV, the original TV, I dropped it, and there's a little, like, nick in the bottom of it, like a little dent. It still works fine. I think that little dent and nick is part of then, like, if we're of talking what, about selfhood. Of what makes it yours, yeah. Yeah, so then when you repair that aspect of it, and if someone else, if you repair that and they take it off and sell it on a new TV... That's part of its identity, though. So if you replace all of the things that give it the history and the memory, I think that I'm not going to say that it fully removes that, quote, selfhood, but I think it has to have an impact on it. I would disagree, because I think that's also part of the journey. If I have a family Bible that I know that's the thing people do, and they pass it down from generation to generation for hundreds of years you know, that spine and the, you know, the binding and mm -hmm. everything that like encompasses the actual physical aspect of the book will eventually break down over time. Yeah. And so as most things do, you can fix it and do a lot of those things. It doesn't make it less of the original book. Obviously it is comprised less of the original materials. And I'm not saying there's not an importance to the original materials. There most certainly is. And, but it's still the same Bible. 
in a sense. See, I would argue that I think what can give like an object like that such significance is the history behind the actual pieces. That I could hold a Bible that my great-great-great-grandfather held. I think that has such significance. At least, like, it would to me. Like, the actual material that if you replace all the pages, you replace everything. At the end of the day, it's... This is a similar Bible with similar fonts and a cover as my grandpa had. But it's not the same one. I think that's how I would view that Bible then. I don't think it would carry the same weight if it wasn't the original, like, actual material. I agree that from a, a human experience perspective, I totally agree that... Obviously, like, I think, again, in that situation or in a historical boat or something like that, you yeah. want to preserve the original parts. Because, again, it, those parts tell a story. Yeah. Those yeah. parts contain a history. But ultimately, I think the argument is not about whether or not the new parts take away some of its meaning or some of its kind of emotional connection, its resonance. It's about whether or not it's still the Bible. I mean, like, the grandfather's Bible. Yeah. And the answer, I think, for the most part, is yes. Because as you were replacing the parts of the Bible or the boat and passing it down the Bible or going or sailing on your journey, again, it's still being a lived out piece of history. It's still aging. It's still... Those new parts start to mix with the old and suddenly you can barely tell the difference between it because they've lived the same journey. And so, in a sense, it's always this continuous process. Now, I think the one caveat I would say is, let's say you have the ship of Theseus, and he buys it and immediately replaces all the pieces, which is the ship of Theseus. I would say that because there is no lived-out history, that an old ship that can be comprised in the parts he replaced right away. Well, what's the time limit, then? I don't think there's a quantified amount. I think you can't quantify something like that. So you think it has to be something that like somebody, like a person has to have like a lived experience because what I think is interesting about the idea of like... Yes, with non-living objects, yes. Well, that's what's it. Like, so... I guess with like the whole Bible thing, like if it was being passed out, I think that's almost like a human or somebody trying to like incite sentimental value on that and maintain its sentimental value rather than it actually being that same object. I think getting into that, it's talking about two slightly different things um, because it's not, like, to me, I, it's, it's interesting. I don't know. I think there might just be a crossroads that we're not going to be able to get to because at the end of the day, to me, if it's new parts, it's a new object. It can have the same name. You can give it the same name, but it doesn't have the same, quote, selfhood. See, I think I think it's the story of the object that contains it, not the parts. But the parts, without the object, without the parts, the object is nothing. But the there isn't still, an object. But the object still existed before the fact. Yeah, but you can't call, you like, there needs to be parts to have an object. Yes, yes. And if, like, the I'm parts, not denying that, yes. If the individual parts have no meaning, then how can the object have a meaning? Because, what well, explain more what you mean by that. Well, like, the parts like use a, use make a, up that object, right? So, like, I'm talk, if we're talking about a canoe, 
simple, just a few, like let's say it's a few planks of long pieces of wood that are bent in the right shape, right? Mm -hmm. Let's say there's like 10 of them. I don't really know. Each one of those 10 planks of wood makes up the canoe, right? If one of those, you know, like I was talking about, is leaving the dock and gets a nick in it, you know, that's like a memory that's kind of stored in a sense in yeah. that one block of wood, plank of wood. If you remove that, replace it, that piece of wood that you replaced it with no longer has that same memory, and you can't say that that piece of wood got hit by the dock. You can see that other piece of wood that did sitting on the shore. Okay, well, I guess let me offer a, kind of a counter using the canoe. All right, we have a canoe, and obviously you need paddles, right? Yeah. If you and I are canoeing in some river, and I accidentally smack you with it, I feel you'd probably be purposeful at this point. Come on. Man. I mean, give me enough to drink, maybe. Um, <laughs> kidding. Um, but, but if I have a canoe paddle and I actually hit you with it, yeah. and years down the road we have to fix the canoe paddle and take off the side that hit you, yeah. we would still say that this is the paddle that hit you, even though the side of it that was replaced... I think we'd say that to simplify the situation, not out of actual correctness. I, I think it's I think... easier for us to explain that, oh, yeah, so the paddle we hit him instead of talking the whole story about how, to, how it had to get replaced. No, because like I think, it's the, does the piece of wood that would be taken off the paddle um, still have significance? Yes. But ultimately, the piece of wood is not the paddle that hit you, it's the paddle itself. Or is it you that hit me? I mean, it is me that hit you. <laughs> um, probably deserved it. Uh, I have been known. No, I, I think that's interesting. Because, yeah, I, I, I totally understand how you're going about this and, like, the way that you're looking at it in the sense that, like, the it's pretty entity, practical. the idea it's... of the paddle is the one that hit me. Like, it's, it's like the concept of this paddle, of John's paddle, let's say, that hit mark and that it doesn't matter if you replace the parts of the paddle it's still john's and still hit mark but i don't think that i think you're saying i i i wouldn't say it's your original paddle i wouldn't say it's john's original paddle that hit me if john's definition of his paddle is changing that's totally fine but i don't think it's that original paddle that it used to be if you replace it, I guess. So, like, I guess it's interesting because I'm looking at the ship. Sure, if Theseus wants to, like, have an adapting view of the ship, then yeah. for me, cool. It can still be the ship of Theseus. But I guess if, I guess I'm more of, if I, if I was Theseus, it's not the same ship to me. And so maybe we've arrived at a point that it's whatever we prescribe the object to be. I think that's kind of where it has to be almost. Because even from the way you started it of talking about inanimate objects getting their, like, quote, self-heard or identity from a person. I mean, people are so different. They can put different selfhoods on so many, like, of the same object almost. Like, I could have, like, let's say we are, like, living in an apartment together and we share the same, like, kitchen set. Of, like, yes. knives. I have had a very different experience with those knives than you have. So, to me, that the selfhood of those knives could be one thing. And for you, it could be another. But who's to say, you know? 
but the practical reality of both is still true in the same way that the practical lived out reality of the paddle is still true. Well, I think that's what's interesting is because to me, that paddle, yeah, like actually the events that went the paddle went through, you can't deny that those happened. You can't deny that I got smacked in the face hard with that paddle. There's no way around it. But how you view the paddle versus how I view the paddle. I might not hate the paddle as much once the piece of wood that hit me gets removed, you know? But you might view it as the same paddle. You know, I think... Do we kind of agree in the sense? Maybe. I, I think so. It's, it's interesting because I don't... The whole, like, relativistic and that it's all relative, I, I don't love. I don't love that. Oh, and I, I don't either. Cause... We've been over this. It's a slippery slope. And what's so fascinating about this whole ship of Theseus thing is there are so many places that when you said we were going to talk about this that I wanted to take it to. I wanted mm-hmm. to talk about a lot of different things, most of which actually doing with like human beings. And we're not going to get the chance because I don't want this to be an hour, two hour episode going into all of those. No. So, um, yeah, I think that we've exhausted this question as far as we can go. But I guess for the listeners wanting to have a more in-depth discussion, we have um, some planned episodes on what makes a person a person and souls and bodies and the relationships between that or if a soul exists or what does it mean to exist. Um, don't worry. We're going to cover all of it. Oh, we'll get It'll there. I think, I think it's smart to start with the inanimate just because it's slightly simpler, I would say. Although clearly, because I don't know if we're on the same page at all, I'm still having a hard time about it's never that simple. No. So... Thank you for tuning in to the Ship of Theseus episode with questions on tap. Drink some yeah. whiskey or some scotch. And Put let us know rocks. what you guys think. I'm always intrigued by differing perspectives. If you think one of us, both of us is wrong, please let us know. Yeah. And if you like the show, maybe give it a maybe give it a five star rating. We'll always you, take those. If you don't, um, I guess you can tell us that too. <laughs> you could do that. Yeah. All right, All right guys. Have a great day. Peace out.